everyone, and welcome back to Kids on Climate Change. If this is your first time joining us, I'm Ashika. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're, we're Kids on Climate Change. So today we will be discussing the general outlook of society on climate change. I don't know about you, Rashika, but I find that a lot of people are trapped in the mindset of, oh, this small thing won't affect anything, or only my actions won't help if it's just me. And like, oh, this one coffee, like that cup that's disposable, if I only have one, what's it affecting? Right. If you knew that your actions would actually make a difference in climate change, how much more would you do? Exactly. Most answers to that question would be yes, but then again, there will always be people who don't believe or agree with climate change. Like on Twitter, Sarah ran a poll that asked the question, and 11% of people who answered said they wouldn't do anything. That leaves 89% of people who answered they would do more for the environment if they thought their actions would make a real difference. If we put those statistics into the world's population, that's approximately 6.7 billion people who would change their habits to help save the planet. I don't know about you, but that seems like a heck of a big number of people working on climate change. And I asked a question on my Twitter. I asked people, how much time do we think that we have before we set off an irreversible chain reaction? And a lot of people actually said that they don't believe climate change is real. That's quite concerning to me because the proof is quite clear and there have been a lot of alarm bells and warning signs like we mentioned in our last podcast, tornadoes in Ottawa. Let, let, just, let's just let that sink in for a second. Three tornadoes blew through Ottawa. That's not supposed to happen. And this is Ottawa. I don't think we've had a tornado here in over like 20, 30 years. And if it actually happened, then that would be like a freak accident. It's just so weird. We have such a perfect placement. We're in between two hills. We literally have temperate weather. We're supposed to not have freezing cold weather or like super hot weather. But that's what we got last year. From November to April, we had a snow day in April last year because... It was snowing so much, and there was freezing rain in April. It was like the last week of April, and we had a snow day. And then the summer came, and we had the summer for like three months. But those three months, it was always 45 degrees outside. Anyways, we're, we're getting a little bit off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I would like to mention is a lot of people drink coffee. And I'm okay with that. I drink coffee. I like coffee. A lot of people buy their coffees, and if you're Canadian, Tim Hortons is a big thing. We all love Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is God. <laughs> and people tend to get one or two coffees every day from Tim Hortons. Well, think. That's one or two coffees a day, 365 days a year, for 10 or 12 years, and maybe even more, maybe less, I don't know. But think, that's only you, and that is over probably 600 coffee cups a year going into <coughs> our landfills. And that's only one person. So think of the entire population. Multiply that by the 600 or so coffee cups. And we've got a big problem. And that's only from coffee, you add in, um, yeah, add in all the other things that we're yeah. using plastic, going to the grocery store, 
you always get plastic shopping bags. And if you don't bring your own reusable bags and you end up buying a lot more than you thought you were going to, it's all plastic and that ends up in our oceans and in our landfills. And we were talking to our teacher the other day and he was telling us about how the first plastic bag ever made is still sitting in a landfill somewhere. These things don't degrade. They take hundreds of years to break down and decompose. It's just something that doesn't happen. They are built to last and they are not built to be eco-friendly. So turns out that those cup of coffees that you drink, they are actually having a substantial impact on our earth. Because when you think about it, if you think realistically, it's not just you drinking coffee. It's thousands and millions of people all over the world. So some things you can do to help, obviously, are maybe pack a travel mug in your coffee, for your coffee. Pack your lunch with reusable containers. Bring your own reusable bags to the grocery store because these things are affecting us more than we think. And honestly, people are so stuck in this mindset. Well, if it's just me, I'm not going to make a difference. So why even bother? But if everyone got out of that mindset, then we'd have a lot more progress on this problem. And even though you are just one person, one person can do a lot. Like Sarah was saying, if you do have two coffees a day, that's 600 coffees, around 600 and more a year. So take yourself out of that. And if you use like a reusable mug or like a travel mug, that's 600 less coffee mugs that end up in our landfills. So one person can do a lot, might not seem like it, but we have the power to do a lot. And if one person changes, you never know what will happen. Maybe someone else will change seeing that you're doing something good for our environment. Another thing I would like to touch on is um, plastic straws. I think it's fantastic that we are starting a movement where we're turning the paper straws um, but a lot of people have been complaining, oh, the paper straws get mushy when you use your drink too much. They start to disintegrate. Well, I can see where that's coming from. It is annoying, but do you want to have an Earth 50 years from now and a planet that you can live on? And yeah, we've gotten rid of the plastic straws, but we still have the plastic cups. Why do you need a straw in a cup either way? you're at home, you don't put a cup and a straw in your drink. You just drink it straight <laughs> from the glass. You yeah. you don't need it. It's just something we're so disposed to and we are so used to that it's just habit. Yeah, and now there's also the metal straw. So if you don't like having paper straws, you can invest in the metal straw. It's like $3 and it comes in a little carrying case and you could take it wherever you want and it's not going to get soggy. And it's good for the environment. You're stopping all of these straws from being put in the landfills and the turtles and the other marine animals that are. Yeah, like I don't want to be your average Instagram teenage girl right now, but like save the turtles, buy reusable straws. And I get it. If you're drinking and you actually have a real health issue, like my grandmother, she has problems with her esophagus, so she has to use a straw to drink. I can understand that. But buy a metal straw and bring it with you. It's not that difficult. It's easy to clean. It comes with a little cleaning thing, too. It's, oh, actually, that's Yeah, it comes with a little cleaning thing, and it comes in a nice little case. You can hook it onto your keys. 
two of my friends have one. And actually one of my friends um, had a box of plastic straws all the time in her locker. And she buys a chocolate milk every single day. And she used a plastic straw every single day. But my other friend kept telling her how horrible it was for the environment. And she actually bought a metal straw. And she says that it's so much better than buying a plastic straw. Because with, like, a plastic straw, if you chew on the end, you know how it, like, flattens out? Yeah, yeah. Then it just gets all nasty. Yeah. With the metal straw, you can't do that. And it's so nice. It's nice. It's to carry. It comes to the cleaning thing. Literally everything is right there for you. One thing I want to quickly touch on. Uh, this is really more about Rashika's topic is plastic water bottles. And oh, my God. Are they bad? They People don't realize that the chemicals from plastic water bottles – leach into the water that you are drinking. So you are now consuming all those terrible chemicals. So it's so much better if you just buy a water bottle that is BPA-free and all that. And I mean, yes, there's certain cases where buying a plastic water bottle makes sense. In an emergency, I am okay with that. But I there's feel also like other places, like if for me, yeah. I went to Spain two years ago mm-hmm. and the water there is not the cleanest and buying... Mm-hmm. A plastic water bottle is safer for you than to actually drink the water that's given because you have to boil it and then mm-hmm. freeze it and then only can you drink cold water and it's hot there so you aren't going to drink hot water. Mm-hmm. So buying plastic water bottles there made sense but don't use it once and throw it away. Mm-hmm. For us we bought four plastic water bottles the first day that we got there in the airport and we just kept filling it up going to government buildings so that the water was actually clean mm-hmm. and filling up our water bottles so that we didn't have to waste plastic and this way sure you're still getting some of the chemicals but at least the chemicals aren't also leaching in to the oceans and to the food that we're eating yeah people don't realize the repercussions this actually has because our fish and sea animals they're eating the plastic that goes into our oceans and then those chemicals then end up in their systems. But guess what? We're then eating them. So we get those chemicals. And we also get the plastic that is inside of them. If you were to look at how much food or how in the food, if you were to like cut open the belly of this fish after, before you were to eat it, inside of it has so much plastic. And that is something that you were consuming. Would you eat a plastic bag? Would you... Would you be honest, would you grab a plastic bag and eat it? You wouldn't. And that's what we're making marine animals do. We're forcing them to eat plastic bags because we aren't taking care of our planet. And like a quick example, plastic bags floating floating through the ocean look like jellyfish to turtles. They can't tell the difference. They don't know what plastic is. They just know that that thing that is floating through the ocean looks like their food. And then they go and eat it. And then we... Won't eat turtles. Yeah. You're crazy if you do that. Sorry, but... Turtles, like, it just ends up through the ecosystem. It goes through and it gets into all the animals. For fish, not even plastic bags, but little pieces of plastic, stuff from packaging. Well, tiny little pieces of plastic look like little food pellets. Yeah, and so you eat that, you will end up consuming the plastic eventually if you're giving it to the fish that we're eating. Exactly. And one other thing that I want to quickly touch on before we finish up here is online shopping. And I know it's easier and not everyone has time to go to the store and you just click a button 
and it comes to your house. Great, and it right? It seems more efficient too because you aren't going to the store and mm-hmm. you don't have to use plastic bags. But think about this. You order a pair of pants online. It comes in a box, right? Cardboard box, recyclable. That's okay. But then it also comes wrapped in plastic. But then they also stuff the box with plastic. And that plastic has to be manufactured by a company in a factory that releases tons and tons of emissions. And then the truck or however it gets to you has to drive to you releasing emissions. And that's not even the product being manufactured itself. That's just the emissions from the packaging being created and it getting to you. So all in all, that is very detrimental to our environment. And they overpackage everything. So when you think of it, why can't you just drive to the store? And I get it sometimes. Buying stuff on Amazon, it makes sense. I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon because it's not available to me. Exactly. And buying it on Amazon. But you need to always think about how much you really need that product. For example, if you just were on Amazon and you wanted to buy a phone case, you could get a phone case at any store at any technology store across wherever you live, you can get a phone case. You don't need that phone case that is on Amazon because when it gets to you, it's creating so many toxins in the air and putting so much toxic stuff into our planet. And it's really not as, even if it's beneficial to you, it's not beneficial to your home, Mm -hmm. to your planet. And we really need to think about the byproduct of all of our actions and actually think about what our actions are doing to our environment and not just how easy it is for us. Yeah. Before we wrap up here, I want to challenge you all to something. I want you all to do one thing a day that you think wouldn't affect the climate and wouldn't help at all. Maybe it's composting something. Maybe it's recycling more. Maybe it's not buying that extra coffee and packing in a travel mug. Maybe it's opting not to use a straw with a drink and Mm -hmm. just drinking it from the cup. I challenge you all to do this. All right, thanks for staying with us here, guys. It has been a bit of a long haul. Uh, Make sure you follow me and Rashika on Twitter. Um, mine is at S-P-E-T-E underscore. And mine is underscore R-I-S-H-I-K-A-A underscore. Remember remember to to save save our planet. planet. We've We've only only got got one. one. Thanks and see you guys later.